What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, healthy and alive. Yeah. Uh, yourself? Fantastic. I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, we have got a good show coming up later on today. We've got uh, Marty back with us today. Uh, and we've got a lot to talk about regarding the UK because, man, things are getting things are spiraling over there uh, pretty quickly. So uh, we're going to have him on to uh, to discuss what's going on. Uh, so looking forward to that. So be sure to check us out later on today for an update of what's going on in the United Kingdom. But this morning, uh, let's kind of pick up where we left off uh, yesterday just a little bit. Uh, let, let's let's talk about the Proud Boys. Now, this is an this is an organization that Trump was uh, being hammered about on the stage the other night, especially by Biden. Biden's the one that said it. He said Proud Boys, you know, denounce the Proud Boys as a white supremacist hate group, right? Well, interesting thing about the Proud Boys, uh, and this is, I mean, anybody can go and look this up, okay? First and foremost, their their uh, their national chair is uh, an Afro-Cuban guy, okay? That's the first thing. Just looking at that aspect of it, you say, okay, well, it, how, how is this a white supremacist group then? Well, I mean, people go out and they look online and uh, they find out some information because now that they've mentioned it on the national stage, some people probably don't even know who that is. So by default, what's that mean? If they're trying to get him to call out a specific group, that's going to bring attention to that group. And then people are going to go look at it, right? I mean, by default, that's what people do. Curiosity. So people go and they start looking this stuff up and they say they start looking at some of their membership and, and things like that. And they, th- they say, wait a minute, this is not a white supremacist group at all. You know, they, they start looking at uh, their members. I mean, like I said, if you looked at the Portland rally that they had, which they didn't even go and cause trouble in the city, by the way, uh, with, with Antifa, they just had a, uh, a rally, which they tried to get a permit for. Uh, on the other side of town. And if you looked up there on stage and out there in the crowd, that is not a white supremacist crowd. That is a uh, that is a very diverse group of people, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I just so happen to have a couple of clips here. Right. So I've got some audio here. This is uh, this is one of their members. Uh, this is a this is a proud boy from uh, one of their chapters. And just so everybody's clear, this is an African-American proud boy. Okay, so I want you to just I want you to tell me if what this man's about to say has anything to do with any kind of white supremacy or any kind of hate out of that organization. Okay, I just want you to listen to him. Uh, Now, by the way, just for those that are not able to see it, which that's pretty much everybody except for us, uh, for those that are not able to see it, there are white members, Asian members, other African-American members all behind him, patting him on the back, cheering him on, giving him hugs, high fiving him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, while he's giving the speech. So so take a listen to this. My name is Edwin Arthur, my L.A. Proud Boy chapter. Um, I didn't always support Trump. I didn't vote for him because I didn't know to trust it. I didn't trust Hillary Clinton at all and would have never voted for him. So I wanted Trump to prove it, and he has proved it to me, and I will vote for him in 2020. So uh, I believe America, Make America Great's real. I believe it's real for black people and black Americans to support making America great again. I believe black Americans made America great from the beginning. I believe black Americans make America great. So we should all MAGA and uh, don't fall victim to a lot of 
false ideologies, race pimping, and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I joined the Proud Boys. I looked out and tried to find them for four months because I believed in their ideology. And he found us. And brother. when I found them, they treated me like a brother. All love. We're mixed between all different races, ages, and sexualities. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And sexualities. Yes. We got gay members, Asian, Black, Hispanic. And Indian. there's not one, there's and not and one, God. there's not one racist, redneck, Nazi. Nope. That we'll I've met. Yet. That I've met. Find yet. him and we'll kick him out. So, yeah. and I've been called more racist redneck Nazis than ever, which is very odd, very sad. Does that sound white supremacist to you, Bruce? I mean, clearly they're they're all right. Uh, clearly, you know, they're 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 the extremist group that are out <laughs> yes. there. You know, yes, yes. Dressing up in black block and rioting. Yeah, clearly. Yes, it cl- clearly that's what's happening here. Absolutely. Uh, th- this is okay for for those that don't know. Uh, th- this is not some. Uh, th- this is not some uh, big. Uh, uh, st- like it, th- they're they're trying to come up with some kind of comparison here to like a stormtrooper group, and they don't have it. They, they don't have it. They're trying to pin something on the other side for a justification for the people they've got out there rioting and looting and burning. You notice that that uh, the debate moderator, uh, Wallace, you know, the useless lump of skin up there, he said absolutely nothing about BLM or Antifa to Joe Biden. Nothing. He didn't say word one about any of that stuff to him about, hey, uh, what about these people that are out there burning businesses down? What about these people that are out there beating people up in the street and, and killing people? What what about that? What about the ones that are shooting people uh, in cold blood? What what about the people that are out there that are so, that are supposedly uh, mostly peaceful that are trying to burn down a federal courthouse with people inside of it? What about that? Nothing. It's just Trump. Are you willing to denounce all these people? Which, by the way, by the way, has Trump denounced all of those groups? Has he done that? White supremacists? Yes. Yes. He has. Yeah. How many times? Mm-hmm. All right, because if four. you're if you were to ask the media, I, I I don't think that that he's actually denounced any of them, has he? Or uh, how how about the legislation he just did here recently? The executive order that uh, labeled Antifa and the KKK as domestic terrorist groups. Isn't that kind of counterintuitive to a white supremacist? I mean, you I mean, you you would think so. Yeah, there is that. Yes, there is that for sure. He's passed this legislation. And and this is apparently, I mean, this this is a an act of somebody that's obviously denouncing hate groups and and extremist groups, right? Mm-hmm. But yet they're it, asking it, him to denounce. Uh, clearly, he hasn't denounced. Or am I missing it, something? Here? He he denounced four times before the debate that we know of that we have on video record of him doing publicly. Uh, like in an interview setting or what have you. Um, uh-huh. And then he also denounced uh, twice uh, during the debate and then also said, you know, the Proud Boys to to stand back and stand by, I think is what uh-huh. he said or something to uh-huh. that effect. But uh, he's denounced because uh, they, they asked him if he was willing to denounce white supremacists. And he said, sure. And then mm-hmm. um, Wallace asked more, a little bit more questioning or whatever, setting it up. And Trump was like, sure. Yeah. And then they went into the whole Proud Boys thing and blah, 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 which it was really disappointing. And it it really showed the um, bias of Wallace when Biden said, oh, Antifa is just an idea. It's not even a group. It's not an organization. And Wallace didn't push back at all. He, He had no, he just let Biden go and then they switched subjects. Horrible, horrible 
moderating on his part and and keeping him to the same standard that he was keeping Trump to. He should have done the same thing. He should have looked at Trump and said, do you denounce white supremacists? And Trump said, sure. All right. And then he should have looked over at Biden and said, do you denounce white supremacist BLM and Antifa? You know, the, the organizations that your side is supporting. And clearly, uh, Biden didn't denounce them because he said Antifa doesn't even exist. Let's listen to how many times Trump has denounced these groups and individuals. Okay, so the question is, the, the question is, because I know it's a little hard to make out on the audio here. The question to Biden is, now this is just at a passing, you know, handshaking event, that kind of thing. The question is, does Donald Trump support the KKK? Okay, that that's the question. Now, wh- how about the question of uh, Vice President Biden? If I was Chris Wallace, I would say, Vice President Biden, um, tell us about how you gave the glowing eulogy at Senator Robert Byrd's funeral. How about that? Huh? Can, can you give us that one? Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that didn't happen. Of course, that, that didn't happen. For those that don't know, he was like a grand wizard or whatever the heck they call him in the KKK. He was literally a white supremacist and never repented of that or turned from that or whatever you want to call it. As a matter of fact, we actually have we actually have some audio of the late uh, Senator Robert Byrd. But due to the nature of what he says, and Bruce, I played that audio for you before, um, due to the nature of what he says, we cannot play that, unfortunately, here. So, um, yeah, and you would hear he, it for yourself. He uses the N word a few times in that interview. So, yeah, he does. And clearly you can really see. Yeah, you can't. And clearly you can see the type of person he really is. Uh, So, uh, yeah, due due to TOS, we can't do that. Sorry. Uh, But again, the question here to Biden is, do you believe the president really supports the KKK? And this is Biden's response. And then uh, and I will call these out uh, as uh, as the uh, the clip comes up. He doesn't deny them at a minimum. Okay, so he doesn't deny them. Right. That's that's what he said. He doesn't deny them. First clip, President Donald Trump. March 2016 on the campaign trail. I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. February 2. Okay, let's let's jump back to February 2000 with Matt Lauer on the Today Show on NBC. When you say the party is self-destructing, what do you see as the biggest problem with the Reform Party right now? Well, you've got David Duke just joined, a bigot, a racist, a problem, and this is not exactly the people you want in your party. Okay, back up to March 2016. So are you prepared right now to make a clear and unequivocal statement renouncing the support of all white supremacists? Of course I am. Of course I am. times do I have to reject? I've rejected David Duke, rejected David Duke. Uh, I've rejected the uh, KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. About the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Racism is evil. And those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. Bruce, why won't he condemn this? I clearly he's skirting around it. He's not he, he's beating around the bush. He's not willing to. I mean, is, is he is he white supremacist himself? I mean, clearly he's unwilling to address I, I, I'm the just, situation. I'm trying to figure out why he will not disavow racism, hatred, bigotry and white supremacy and neo-Nazi. I'm trying to figure out why he won't do it. I, I mean, it, it's pretty simple to say, right? It, it, so you would think the campaign would be, uh, you know, come out and say that directly. But, uh, you know, here we are. 
well, they haven't issued any kind of a statement on it. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else that, that people want. I mean, it's just I, I guess we just have to wait for Trump to denounce it on his own. Right. So, I mean, that's that's I guess we're just going to have to continue to wait. Absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. The, the, I, the, <laughs> people have to be able to see through that, don't they? I mean, pe- people have to be able to see through that. I, I think they do. Uh, if, if you watched The Apprentice and you were you were, uh, you know, watching that and, and, and experienced Donald Trump back then, you, you've seen him interacting with gay people. You've seen him interacting with people of color and he treated them normally. He treated them the same he, as he treated others. So, you, you know, he's not a bigot just based on he's, that, even if it he's was the first. Acting, he he's really the first. Job. He did. He's the first Republican president in my lifetime, I don't know about any others, but I well, it could be one. It could be ever. He's the first one to endorse the LGBT community. I, I don't recall any other Republican presidential, uh, or well, not even a candidate, a a, um, a president, a sitting president, doing that. Do you? I can, I I mean, I can't think of anyone that would that has done that because usually usually the Republicans stay on the like Christian conservative side, and obviously that's kind of an issue for Christians, uh, the, the homosexual thing. I'm personally, I would have preferred he had taken the stance of, yeah, it's none of the government's business about marriage. Like they shouldn't have any involvement there. And then that would cover homosexual relationships. That would cover uh, you, you just normal, you know, your heterosexual marriages, what what have you. That would cover it all. And just like you, you want to get married if the if the it's it's a an agreement between you and the the other person. That's the way it should be. Uh, but uh, we we have to get government involved in that, which we've talked about where that originated, right? How it was racist in the beginning. It was uh, Jim Crow laws, basically. They they had to make sure that you're um, you weren't interracially marrying uh, because that was that was a problem back in the day during that during that era when there was racism. And but we've since more or less done away with it. Uh, at least. Uh, on on the large scale, the majority of people are not racist anymore in America. You wouldn't know that today because of the rhetoric they keep pushing in the media. Mm-hmm. Well, see that that's because they are the racists. That's why. I mean, yeah. it's like, well, you you have all this. Okay, well, then why do you keep bringing it up? Yeah, I, I just like I'm at the end of my rope with these people of how ignorant they actually are. Right? I mean, you you want to sit there and you want to tout that uh, that we're some kind of racist nation. Okay, let's let's look what this really is. Let's look at what it really is. And I, I've I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again. Back in the 1950s, when you had Marxist groups coming out of the Soviet Union over into the West, most notably into Germany, West Germany, because that was the line. Right. East and West Germany. That was the Soviet and, and free world divide right there. You had groups coming over to infiltrate part of uh, what we had going on as far as like a workers movement and our profession, our education. The first thing that these Marxist agitators from the Soviet Union noticed was uh, what's going on here? Uh, you, your, your workers are happy. Like all of your people here are happy. You've got money. They, they have ju- we, this isn't going to work. We have to do something else. Enter identity politics. They knew they had to change tactics because the class system wasn't going to work. Right. But they've been pushing a little bit of that on the side. All oh, the 99 percent versus the one percent. That was getting nowhere. Yeah. That was getting nowhere. You notice we don't hear that anymore. That was getting nowhere. Then they started hitting heavy. Hear. Yeah, you still hear it. But that, yeah. but that's because that's because we've had uh, money printing out the wazoo. And of course, now they've just overinflated themselves and they're leveraged and they're using that leverage to now clamp down on everybody else. But side issue, identity politics is what it's been about. This is the new Marxism. So it's not racism. 
It's Marxism that's being put onto us under the guise of racism. They need something to divide people. And they know that we have a checkered past when it comes to that. All Western nations do. And on top of that, hell, slavery still exists in other parts of the world. You never hear them talking about that. You never hear them talking about that. Like so it's 25 it's, million slaves? More than that. I, I, like that's, that? what, that's that we know well, of. That we know I would of. argue it's more yeah. than that. Oh, I would yeah. argue it's a uh, lot yeah. more than that. And that needs to be stomped out the day before yesterday. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hypocrisy, absolute hypocrisy. What else we got this morning? There was something else I was going to add on the whole Antifa. And well, I do have the caller that called into Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's hear that. All right. So this um, this lady calls into the Rush Limbaugh show. As I said earlier, I mean, you know, somebody calls into... Um, Somebody calls into a show and starts asking questions. Well, when you're watching the debates and you hear Joe Biden talking about Antifa, or excuse me, uh, you hear Joe Biden talking about the Proud Boys, people on average that really don't know what's going on or even who any of these groups are, are naturally going to say, wait a minute, we have a big white supremacist hate group marching around the streets called the Proud Boys. Well, I'm going to look into them. Of course. I mean, curiosity, that's what people are going to do, because especially if it's something that no one's ever heard of. So they're going to look into it. So this woman, she looks this stuff up and and she goes on to like Facebook and, you know, other places, you know, websites and things like that. And she starts looking around. Well, she calls into the Rush Limbaugh show and I have the transcript here. I don't have the audio, unfortunately, uh, but she calls in. I have the transcript. She says, I wanted to ask you and sort of talk about what I'm looking at on Facebook and some other places. She says that not all the Proud Boys are white, which, of course, I said. And, of course, we we just played a, uh, a clip here of one of their members. And there's I've got more. I've got more. But due to time constraints, we... Uh, uh, we don't uh, we don't have that much time. But she says, I mean, they look like they have some black people on their, uh, uh, you know, in their memberships. And she says, so how can this be a white supremacist group? And of course, Rush turns around and says they aren't. And he says, I'm glad you brought that up. I've got the story on the Proud Boys in the stack here. And he says, I'm glad you reminded me because the Proud Boys are not a white supremacist group. And this comes out of a uh, as a matter of fact, this is a, a headline out of The Washington Times. And it was a black professor from the uh, from Kentucky State University. He's an associate professor of political science. His name is Wilford Riley. And he said on Wednesday that the Proud Boys aren't white supremacists and noting that their international chairman, Enrique Tario, is black. 10 percent to 20 percent of Proud Boys activists are people of color. Huh. That doesn't sound like a white supremacist group to me. A diverse racial composition that is extremely well known in law. Others have confirmed his research on social media. It's in The Washington Times. So if they aren't white supremacists, if there are people of color and if the international grand poobah, according to this, what Rush calls him, uh, is black, then how can they be a white supremacist group? He's asking the caller. The caller says, that just doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't understand why they keep trying to spin this web to try to catch Trump into saying something that, oh, see, we got you. We knew it. We knew it. And it's like they're all lawyers and they're just waiting for the word. That, that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to catch him up in something. And then they can they can flip that off onto something else. She says, I watched the press conference today and it really started to make my blood boil. Yeah, you and me too, lady. She says she says to herself, you know, she says, I just can't believe this. You know, watching them uh, do this to to, uh, to, to anybody. Uh, and she says uh, they're all in tune with each other talking about the media and they're just saying the same thing. They just go to a different face. And so she goes on talking about the press. Uh, she says that how they've lost their status. Uh, she says, I used to watch them. She says that I just uh, I can't do it anymore. Uh, watching, um, you know, the people in the mainstream media. She says uh, she used to watch them all walk across the stage, smiling and everything. She says, and now they don't have any of that. You know, that none of that same pizzazz. They, they don't talk on the things they used to talk on. They don't report on anything. It's just it's they don't care about the truth. Right. I mean, this and this is me talking. They don't care about the truth. The media doesn't care about the truth. What they want is glitz and glam and status. That's all they want. 
That's all they care about. They want to be part of that Hollywood reject crowd. That's what they want. They don't care about telling you the truth. They don't care about uh, getting you the right information. They don't care about breaking things down. There is no real journalism on television in the United States, with the exception of very few, very few. And the only person I might lump into that would be possibly Tucker Carlson. The guy does great work. But you see what they're doing to him. So he uh, he quotes the Proud Boys chair here, Rush does. And he says, overall, uh, he says it looks like the overall leader, international leader, of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, is a black Cuban guy, which he is. He's an he's, he just calls himself an Afro-Cuban. So Tario is quoted by saying this. He says, I don't say this as an, as an endorsement from the president at all by any means. But can we get that audio? Can, can we get that audio? All right. So we have that audio here of uh, of Tario on on Sky News. So let's take a listen to this. Do you think it was a message of support in any way? Uh, uh, definitely. We didn't see it as an endorsement. He was asked a very pointed question and he answered. Answered, uh, he answered correctly. We're not a white supremacist group. He said to condemn white supremacist group. So, yeah, he was asked, you know, as, as Trump was being said uh, or being asked, uh, could you disavow a white supremacist group? Can you disavow a white supremacist group? And he said, give me a name. Give me a name. Tell, tell me who you want me to denounce. And Biden said the Proud Boys. OK, well, they're not, they're not a white supremacist group. So I, I don't know what to tell you. I have I mean, I, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I got to respect what the Proud Boys do. I mean, they they go out at least to somebody standing up to these Antifa thugs. Somebody. I don't like just like many Americans. I, I don't like violence. Yeah, I, I don't like this. But if the police stand down, then inevitably this is what you're going to have. But this is not a a white supremacist hate group, is it? No. And the thing is, is uh, the, the times that we've seen them out doing rallies or or interactions and whatnot, they've not done anything to label themselves as white supremacists. So, uh, but at the same time, white supremacy. They're, uh, look at their members for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, but you, you have to keep in mind that the left is trying to shift the, what the term white supremacist means. Uh, if you are proud of your country, well, your your country is as as a result of um, the colonization of of uh, you know lands by the white European nations or what have you, I don't know, whatever the heck they believe now, and they push that narrative and are basically saying if you're proud of your country, so in the case for Americans, if you're proud of America and you want to you know stay on the the foundations of America like uh, the Constitution or something like that, well then you're a white supremacist. Clearly, because uh, the narrative they're trying to push now with the 1619 Project, um, America was founded on slavery. It had nothing to do with, um, you know, religious freedom or um, getting away from a tyrannical king that was trying to uh, steal money from them through taxes and so on and so forth. That had nothing to do with that. It was all about slavery. So I, I guess if you're if you're if you're proud of America, then you're you're a white supremacist. And if you're not out there saying Breonna Taylor's name or George Floyd or or holding your fist up in solidarity with the BLM, then uh, you're a white supremacist. We're out of time this morning, Bruce. Uh, fascinating conversation as always. Like I said, we will be sitting down with Marty later on this afternoon, so be sure and check us out later on today. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.